Please turn to Matthew chapter 27, uh, if you don't have it open already. So Matthew chapter 27, and that's on page 998, and we'll be reading from verse 19 to verse 26. So Matthew 27, beginning at verse 19. While Pilate was sitting on the judge's seat, his wife sent him this message. Don't have anything to do with that innocent man, for I have suffered a great deal today in a dream because of him. But the chief priests and the elders persuaded the crowd to ask for Barabbas and to have Jesus executed. Which of the two do you want me to release to you? asked the governor. Barabbas, they answered. What shall I do then with Jesus, who's, who's called the Messiah? Pilate asked. They all answered, crucify him. Why? What crime has he committed? Asked Pilate. But they shouted all the louder, crucify him. When Pilate saw that he was getting nowhere, but that instead an uproar was starting, He took water and washed his hands in front of the crowd. I am innocent of this man's blood, he said. It is your responsibility. All the people answered, his blood is on us and on our children. Then he released Barabbas to them. But he had Jesus flogged and handed him over to be crucified. Let me just pray for the Lord's help. Father, we thank you for these verses in Matthew. Um, Help us now to understand um, their meaning and their relevance for us. That your spirit will be at work in me and in us this afternoon. In Jesus' name, amen. Have you ever been oblivious? Oblivious to something that in hindsight was so obvious or oblivious to something that was so evident to others, but, but not to you? Have you ever been oblivious? In 2018, a man stole a car and then decided to stop, to stop to ask for directions. And who did he ask? A police officer. That's quite oblivious, right? The police officer quickly recognized the stolen car and arrested the man. A woman once returned a pair of shoes to a shop, insisting that they were too small and hurt her feet. The staff member asked her to try them on to to confirm the size, but as she slipped her feet into into the shoes, she suddenly realized, oh my gosh, no wonder they hurt. I've been wearing them on the wrong feet this whole time. Have you ever been oblivious? Of course you have. We all have. And it can be highly embarrassing, can't it? But not only can it be embarrassing, it can also be hugely consequential. Just ask the car thief who stopped to ask for directions. In our verses in Matthew, we come across a man who was tremendously oblivious to what he was doing. 
and the, consequen- the consequences were enormous. When the crowds shout for Jesus to be crucified, Pilate has a decision to make. He can either go with the crowd and crucify Jesus and, and free Barabbas, or he can go against the crowd by freeing Jesus and crucifying Barabbas. Pilate has the power to free, and he has the power to sentence to death. The decision on whom to free and whom to crucify rests on his shoulders. Which is why his comments in verse 24 come as such a surprise. Notice what he says. When Pilate saw that he was getting nowhere, but that instead an uproar was starting... He took water and washed his hands in front of the crowd. I am innocent of this man's blood, he said. That is your responsibility. What do you make of Pilate's words? He claims to be innocent, to bear no responsibility for Jesus' death. Yet as we see in, in verse 26, he's the very one who hands Jesus over to be crucified. How can someone be so oblivious? How on earth can Pilate think that his hands are clean, that he's innocent? Sure, the chief priests, the elders, the crowd, they're all responsible for Jesus' death. But Pilate, so are you. How can you not see it? Pilate's oblivious. And he's a bit of a coward. He claims to be innocent when he's anything but. The thing is, there is one indeed who is innocent. But his name's not Pilate. When the crowds chant, crucify him, Pilate Pilate responds by asking them a very good question. Why? What crime has he committed? What has he done? And the crowd, of course, have no reply. That's because there's, there's no criminal case against Jesus. So all the crowd can do is, is chant louder that Jesus be crucified. Jesus is innocent. The crowd knows it, and Pilate knows it. But Pilate's a coward, so he chooses to condemn this innocent man to death. We've been focusing on Pilate's cowardice and his obliviousness, and also on Jesus' innocence. But I want us now to focus on The other prisoner, Barabbas. Verse 26 says, Then Pilate released Barabbas to them, but he had Jesus flogged and handed him over to be crucified. While the innocent one is brutally beaten and condemned to a horrific death, the guilty one walks free. 
Barabbas, who's an insurrectionist and murderer, has his chains removed from his arms and feet and is a free man. I bet Barabbas cannot believe his luck. He knows he's a criminal. He knows he's guilty. He knows he deserves judgment. But he's free. And if you're trusting in Jesus, so are you. Like Barabbas, we don't deserve to be free. We're guilty. It's only because the innocent one dies on the cross in our place that we guilty ones can have our shackles removed and go free. That we can be saved from the penalty of sin. That we can be saved from the judgment that our sin and guilt deserve. You know, Pilate, Pilate was wrong to condemn Jesus. We might think, oh, no, maybe it's okay that he did, you know, because in the end it all worked out well. But Pilate was wrong to condemn Jesus. Just as Joseph in Genesis, his brothers were wrong for doing what they did to him. But he said, God intended it for good to accomplish what is now being done, the saving of many lives. Pilate was wrong, but God used it. God used his, what he did for good. And Barabbas, well, he's, he's a picture of each and every single one of us who are believing in Christ. Perhaps we should feel a bit like he might have felt on that day. Well, I'm, really, I'm free? But you know what I've done, right? We are no longer condemned to death. We no longer need to fear punishment for our sin. We are free. You and I are like Barabbas. Thank you, Jesus. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, Barabbas probably couldn't have believed his luck. It was either him or Jesus who was going to go to that cross. We don't know how much or how little he knew about Jesus, but he knew that he was guilty, that he deserved justice. Yet remarkably, he was set free. Father, we pray that we would have that same awe, that same amazement by the fact that we are free. We do not have to pay for, the, for our sins. Jesus did that in our place. We are set free and we thank you so much for that. We praise you. Help us to rejoice in that truth this, this Easter weekend. And if we are not yet trusting in Jesus, Give us a longing to want to be free, to have the freedom that Jesus 
gives. And we ask this in his name. Amen.